Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the My Sprinkle of Faith podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie, and today I want to be talking about something that's actually been on my mind for quite a bit of time lately. Um, It's something that I've been wanting to share for a while. I just didn't know whether I wanted to do it in a devotional, in a podcast, in a blog. I wasn't exactly sure. But then today I read um I read 2 Samuel 19 and I listened to a TikTok or watched a TikTok that was about exactly what I wanted to talk about. And so I am going to talk about it on here because today's the day, well, Tuesdays are the days when I normally record the podcast and since you know, God really put it on my heart today a lot, I figured, well, he must want me to do it on the podcast. So Here we are. I've said a quick little prayer that God just puts the words um, into me and that you guys take from it exactly what he wants you to take from it. Um, So the topic I want to talk about today is about how our, someone's relationship with God, someone's salvation is not at all determined by you. (laughs) And you're like, well, duh, Lizzie. Someone's salvation is determined by God. Like, Jesus died for our sins. It was It's by grace through faith that we're saved. That's where our salvation comes from. And it's between them and God, if they have a relationship with him or not. And, yeah, it seems so obvious that this is, actually, this is why we're saved. This is how we're saved. But yet we go around all the time being like, oh, that person's not a real Christian. They're doing this, this, and this. Or oh my gosh, how can they say they're Christian but do this? Oh, they must not actually be saved because they do this. Whatever it might be. I see so many people saying that or being like, well, you're not a real Christian if this, this, this. The problem is we all sin and one person's sin isn't... Actually, I've heard it said like this. God doesn't look at sin differently, right? So all sin separates us from God, therefore it is equal, And if you're asking for forgiveness of your sins and are repenting of your sins, it's not like, oh, well, this one can be forgiven because it's, you know, only this bad. This one's this one's way worse. So this one can't be forgiven. It's not like that because it's not based on our works. It's based on God's grace and the blood of Jesus covers all of it. But the implications of our sin on the world and on humanity can be different. Like, for example... A lot of people say, hey, well, okay, I'm going to take being gay as an example. Acting on those desires, you know, of being a woman with a woman or a man with a man is a sin. But, and I've heard many people say, well, that's like not as bad as someone killing someone. So how can, like, why am I in trouble for that? And it's not that you're in trouble. It's just that it's a sin, right? And the problem, the thing is, in the fact that all sin separates you from God, you're just as bad off as someone who's killed someone. Now, those implications and the horror of a murderer killing someone on humanity and on the world is way different. It has way worse consequences in the world because it is a horrible, horrible thing. So in that sense, it's different. But in the sense that it separates us from God, it's the same. And, you know, if you are repentant and asking for forgiveness and changing from your sins, then 
in a sense, it is seen as equal because no matter what, God's blood, Jesus' blood covers your sins. So anyways, that's what I want to say really fast. So the thing is, we, but we go around saying like, oh, well, my sin isn't so bad, but that sin's bad. That one is one that, you know, why, why, how are they Christian? But it's like, well, my sin is just as bad as that person's sin, who's just as bad as your sin. It's, we're, we're all sinners. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to sin. It's the difference of being repentant and having a relationship with God versus not. Does that make sense? And you can't know that. There's no way that by looking at someone, you can know whether they have repented and are saved or have a relationship with God, right? I'm I'm looking at um, my laptop screen right now, and there's a little commercial at the bottom. That actor in that commercial, I don't know that he does, if he has a relationship with God or not. I, I don't know. And that's that's completely fine because it's not... It's between them and God, right? So that's just one thing that I've been really thinking about lately is how we need to stop saying, oh, if this person doesn't do this, this, and this, then they're not a real Christian. Or if they do this, this, and this, then they're not a real Christian because that's not that's not how God works. He has a relationship with that person. That relationship determines their salvation and we don't get to decide that. So, um, I'm going to read first, no, not first Samuel, second Samuel 19, uh, second part of 18 through 22 or 23. Um, uh, this is the chapter that I read with my boyfriend this morning. As you guys probably know, cause I talk about it quite a bit. What we do is we will read a, we will read a chapter a day by ourselves. So I do it by myself. He does it by himself, himself, not himself, himself. And then we send each other the verses that stood out to us. Every once in a while, we'll talk about it. Doesn't have to be a huge talk. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Usually it's just saying, hey, this is the one that stood out to me, what stood out to you, that kind of a thing. And so today's book, no, chapter, not book, chapter was 2 Samuel 19. We're going through 2 Samuel and then one other book that I cannot remember for the month of April. Anyways, 2 Samuel 19, um, 18 through 22. Second part of 18 through 22. When Shammai, son of Gera, crossed the Jordan, he fell prostrate before the king and said to him, May my lord not hold me guilty. Do do not remember how your servant did wrong on the day my lord the king left Jerusalem. May the king put it out of his mind. For I, your servant, know that I have sinned. But today I have come here as the first from the tribes of Joseph to come down and meet my lord the king. Then, Then Abishai, son of Zariah, said, Shouldn't Shammai be put to death for this? He cursed the lord's anointed. David replied, what does this have to do with you, you sons of Zariah? What right do you have to interfere? Should anyone be put to death in Israel today? Don't I know what to, that today I'm king over Israel? So the king said to Shammai, you shall not die. And the king promised him an oath. So I guess it was through 23. But this just stood out to me a lot because I feel like it's the same way in our culture of being like, 
we are so quick to judge and be like, oh, well, that person shouldn't be forgiven or that person can't be forgiven or how are they Christian, like I was saying, when in reality it's between them and God, right? So Shammai came, he literally fell to the ground, was humble, knew that he he admitted that he had done wrong and asked for forgiveness. Now that is repentance, that's changing, that's showing that, you know, he truly sees what he did was wrong, that he knows he's sinned and he's going to change and he's asking for forgiveness humbly, knowing he doesn't necessarily deserve it. Um, now, Abishai is saying that this guy needs to be put to death. Like, he messed up. And the thing is, I mean, if we're coming to, if we're looking at someone and saying, oh, they deserve to be put to, to go to hell for their, um, they deserve to go to hell for their sins. Well, we just as much deserve to go to hell for our own sins. So what are you saying? <laughs> you know, but God for Jesus has died on the cross and been and resurrected so that we don't die to our sins so that we have life after death so that we can spend eternity with him, that we have a relationship with him and that we're forgiven. And so that's kind of what David's saying. He's like, what right do you have to interfere here? Like, this is between me and him, not the three of us. The only person who intercedes for us on behalf, on our behalf to God is Jesus. It's, you know, God forgives us our sins and our intercessor is Jesus. He has taken our sins upon himself and paid the ultimate price. Not this Abish- Abishai guy, you know, um, who's saying that he doesn't deserve it, you know. So, that's what I have to say. Um, and then, if you if you don't know, I listen. I really like country music, and I've been trying to find some good. I really like. I want some good country Christian music. I have a small playlist full of it, but. Um, this is one song I don't actually have added to it yet, but now that I'm thinking about it, I really need to add it. Um, it has Thomas Rhett, Russell Dickerson, and Tyler Hubbard. I think that's all, right? Yeah. So, it's the three of them singing this song, and it's called Death Row. Um, and it's about how they go visit these guys on Death Row and see how these people have changed and they, they like can have these normal conversations with them. And so I'm just going to, this is the chorus and then I'll go into the bridge and the end chorus that, um, that is probably the most important part that I noticed or that I wanted to talk about, I should say. So this, the chorus goes, yeah, we talked hunting, we talked fishing, like I do with boys back home, how Jesus is the ticket and narrow is the road, about how all we need is forgiveness for we see them streets of gold. Yeah, I learned a lot about living from the, them boys down on death row. And then the bridge is, one of them sang amazing grace, how sweet the sound, with one hand raise, raised and one foot chained to the ground. Yeah, he sang it like he knew he'd just been found. Yeah, that next week, yeah, that next week they laid him six feet down. And then the end chorus goes, I can't say that he's in heaven. Who am I to judge his soul? But Jesus don't play favorites. 
say in a name that he don't know. Yeah, I learned it that and then some with them boys down on death row. So, this guy's saying you can't even, I mean, you can't even say, oh, I know for sure this person is going to be in heaven or this person's not going to be in heaven. You, can, you can't tell. You can't be like, oh, I know for sure that person is because, again, it is ultimately about their own relationship with God and we can't, we can't say one way or the other. Like, I mean, you can be like, you can know that someone if someone is saying, oh, they're a Christian, they do, you know, you can be semi, like, oh my gosh, I don't want, I'm not trying to say that necessarily, but it's like, if someone is just not Christian at all, and someone is Christian, you can be like, oh, that, you know, but it doesn't mean you're judging about them, you can talk to them, you can preach to them, hope that they find Jesus, pray that they find Jesus, talk to them about Jesus, and then maybe one day they will. You don't, you cannot judge someone's soul because that is ultimately between them and God and what their relationship is like. So that is what I have to say today. It was just something that was really on my mind and I figured I would share. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys for next week's episode. Have a great week and God bless.